suppose that lonesome? Oh, <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> I, I was well, no, I, I, I mean, I, I was just wondering. Oh, that's quite all right. Uh, <clears throat> one moment, please. Ooh. Second chorus. That was Hello, ladies and gents. Um, so today we are talking about Cheshire Cat, the ultimate troll, and how you can be one too. So I know this is kind of an odd topic, but I wanted to give you guys a background on why I chose to do this topic and why I think it's kind of interesting. So a main reason why I thought this was interesting was because we were talking about a topic in my class. And we were talking about the idea of a mestiz. So mestiz is basically the idea of... Um, someone being able to navigate the navigate a conversation in a way that you know that most people can't. It's like a slippery slope. This person is like so suave, so easy to he's he's this person is easily able to navigate their way out of tough situations. <clears throat> They're able to talk out of um, uh, tricky situations, um, and so it's an idea of mystique, like someone that has some verbal skills that really um, can be a lifesaver if we were to implement those kind of ideas and that style of talking. Um, so yeah, that's where I get this idea, the idea of mystique, like the, it's almost like a, a superpower, superpower that um, if we were all able to use in our lives, then, you know, we would just be better communicators. We would be able, able to navigate Navigate like trickier situations. So yeah, that's the background of why I chose this topic. Um, so the title of my article is actually called Cheshire Cat, the Ultimate Troll and How You Can Be One Too. Um, and yeah, let's dive into it. Let's dive into the topic and discuss why Cheshire Cat is somebody that we should try to emulate. So um, let's look at one of the, the key quotes from my article. Um, the Cheshire Cat says at some point in the story, I'm not crazy. My reality is just different from yours. So I think that's kind of an interesting um, spin on reality and just kind of in general thinking about how things work. Because uh, if you guys haven't watched Cheshire Cat in um, Alice in the Wonderland, I'm actually referring to the one that's in the 1964 um, cartoon version. And uh, that's kind of the clip that you heard in the beginning of the Cheshire Cat and his, his introduction to Alice. And um, so, yeah, that is the Cheshire Cat I'm referring to. And so when I'm referring to Cheshire Cat as a troll, I want to at least give you guys a context of the troll qualities or the qualities that I'm thinking about. Um, and I define this as the art of trolling. So according to... Um, a definition that I posted on my website, trolling is the exploration of the contrary. It serves as a primary to ignite the stupidity lying dormant within the zeal of an ideology or proposition. A successful troll can be successful by adopting a point of view contrary to their own and exploring its weaknesses before a fellow opponent. Proponent. A troll knows his enemy by trolling as, as his enemy. A good troll plays a polemicist with the hope of exposing the arrogance and irrationality of his target. A naive and unsuspecting victim is much more likely to deal a statement in absolutes if approached by someone appearing equally vehement of the contrary. A troll must sustain their position, however unlikely or immortal immoral it may be. Assumancism is does not exist in the word, world of a troll. It is no coincidence that induction of emotional outbursts in others is a salient feature of successful trolling. Indeed, it has been suggested that this property 
allows for a redefining of trolling as a critical analysis of human nature by socially deconstructive commentary. In addition to being a valuable addition to discourse, to discourse, trolling is a leisurely activity. One who opposes conventional wisdom need not be a revolutionary nor fool, merely a connoisseur of the fruit of uncertainty, which gives so many imperious souls the indigestion that is rage. Just as witticism is an epigram on the death of a feeling, a successful troll is concluded with an epithet on the death of a certainty. <coughs> Excuse me? Um... So there you have it, folks. That's the definition of a troll. And I think the Cheshire Cat actually fits the majority of this criteria because he really takes trolling true, like, as and takes it and makes it his personality. And throughout the film, you can see that he's just, like, leisurely trolling Alice and um, igniting the stupidity that lies dormant in, this, in a lot of the characters in the books, like the Queen of the Hearts, the King, even the Executioner and the Rabbit. Um... So, for the sake of keeping this pretty short, um, I'm only going to focus on how the Cheshire Cat is, like, ridiculously trolling Alice throughout the film. And I'm um, doing this as um, as a demonstration to show you what a troll is and the art of trolling and how it can actually link back to the idea of Matisse, you know, Matisse, and be able to implement some of these, like, skills that Cheshire Cat has. And if we were to implement some of those skills in our lives, like, how much more interesting our conversations could be and how much, like, fun it could be to actually explore different topics. So let's dive into some of the, the quotes that Cheshire Cat, I mean, the dialogues that Cheshire Cat has with Alice. So in one point of the film, um, he's... Alice remarks, uh, this is kind of in the beginning of the film. She says, but I don't want to go amongst mad people, Alice remarked. Oh, you can't help that, said the cat. We're all mad here. I'm mad, you're mad. How do you know I'm mad, said Alice. You must be, said the cat, or you wouldn't have come here. Alice think didn't think that proved it at all. However, she went on, and how do you know that you're mad? To begin with, said the cat, a dog's not mad, you grant that. I suppose so, said Alice. Well then, the cat went on. You see, a dog growls when it's angry and wags its tail when it's pleased. Now I growl when I'm pleased and wag my tail when I'm angry. Therefore, I'm mad. So in this quote, Cheshire Cat is actually employing some help from our good old friend, Wordplay. And so at first, Alice says she doesn't want to go where mad people are. And she's actually referring to the word um, as meaning crazy or someone that's a lunatic. But when Cheshire Cat throws in his two cents, he's actually throwing in double meanings of the word mad. Um, one obviously being insane and the other is very angry. So he stays true to the idea of being a polemicist, which is like someone that doesn't really take a stance on anything. They're just kind of like arguing for the sake of arguing and just uncover some some ignorance lying around. And so he's staying true to the idea because the only motive that is actually to piss Alice off and expose how arrogant she is. I mean, if you think about it, she's only a, a damn child. And um, she's he's exposing some of the rational ideas that she has about mad people who live in Wonderland. Um, for instance, after Alice claims that she's not crazy in the head um, or insane, Cheshire Cat is pretty much saying, then, why are you down here? Um, he's really asking Alice, who's a child, um, forget what age she is, but we all know she's a little girl. Um, he's asking her, like, why did she wander off from her adults or her parents and jump down a rabbit hole? I mean, that sounds pretty crazy, right? Why would a child jump down there if that child is not crazy or mad? 
So moving on to the second portion of Cheshire Cat's argument, he reveals to Alice that on one of the many ways um, that he he shows her how one of the ways that behavior is a paradox um, to begin with. So he says that a growl, a dog growls when he's angry, but Cheshire Cat growls when he's pleased. The dog wags his tail when he's pleased, but Cheshire Cat wags his tail when he's angry or mad. Um, so I hope I haven't lost you guys at this point, but moving on. So he's making Alice face her own irrationality, which is that she assumes that everything is crystal clear and absolute. You're either mad or you're not mad. You're either crazy or you're not crazy. You're either happy or you're you're mad. So Cheshire Cow is pretty much shouting now to her, we are all mad. And he means that in one way or another, there's something kooky about all of us. Either we're angry or we're super crazy people. And people pretty much vary on that spectrum, on that scale. So... I thought that was a pretty interesting concept introduced by Lewis Carroll, who wrote this book for children, you know, kind of explaining the concept of insanity to them. Um, so, yeah, I don't know what you guys think about that. I thought that was pretty interesting, you know, just the idea of playing with what's crazy. And by Cheshire Cat being a troll and him being introduced as a troll, we're kind of looking at somebody that you know, is very powerful in his speech, very powerful in his dialogue, and he's able to just twist and navigate situations like this. And I think it's a pretty powerful tool. So moving on to quote number two. Uh, quote number two is, oh, you can't help that, said the cat. We're all mad here. So this cat, this uh, quote actually goes hand in hand with the previous quote. And um, it adds to the fact that Cheshire Cat is really just trolling Alice for a leisurely activity. Um, he is at, he is truly a connoisseur of the fruit of uncertainty, which gives so many imperious souls the indigestion that is rage. Um, the fact that he says that, oh, you can't help running into mad people. That is actually just one other way that he pissed off Alice by letting her know that she's crazy too. And she will probably meet more crazy people down there in Wonderland. Because in essence, everyone in reality in Wonderland is crazy. So being mad is actually a trait that everyone seems to share in Wonderland. And it's kind of a trait that connects all of them in a strange word, in the strange world that they live in. So how um, the Cheshire Cat asks um, Alice, like, she can't escape the madness because it constitu- constitutes the very air that we breathe. Um, he actually brings out this argument and leaves... Alice feeling like she she's like totally baffled and she's it's almost like she just said I don't breathe air and of course how can you breathe air when your entire existence depends on breathing air so he leaves Alice feeling like she's in in an existential crisis like she doesn't even know she is at that point because she's like well if I'm mad um who am I (laughs) so so yeah I felt like that was another interesting quote from the movie um, and I guess we can apply that to real life too, that, oh, you can't help being mad. We're just all mad. Like we're all pretty much crazy. Um, what an interesting concept. So moving on to quote number three, um, Alice asked the Cheshire cat who was sitting in the tree, what road do I take? The cat asked, where do you want to go? I don't know. Alice answered. Then said the cat, it really doesn't matter, does it? Now, in this quote, we see Cheshire Cat merely demonstrating to Alice how silly she sounds. Imagine your grandfather or grandmother being this goddamn witty. I mean, the terror little children would be in, like, wow. Um, he's sort of sh- showing her that if she has no destination, then just, if she has no destination, then directions are useless. And that is pretty much wisdom for life. Um, <coughs> Excuse me. 
So, yeah, that was a pretty pretty deep thing for him to say. And this plays into the idea of being a troll where um, the definition states that an your goal is to induce an emotional outburst in others and provide a critical analysis of human nature. So as we see in the cartoon version, Cheshire Cat is succeeding in trolling Alice because she gets really irritated with him. She huffs and she puffs, she walks back and forth, and we obviously know that she's a child, but she finally does listen to Cheshire Cat, who acts as his as her guide, and she follows his commands. So an interesting thing about Cheshire Cat that most people don't know is that he's actually the one sane person in Wonderland. Like, he's the one person that knows all along that Alice is in a dream. And the second she wakes up, like, all the fun is over. So in a way, he knows the truth, but he's just having as much fun as he possibly can. He's probably the most, and he's and he is the most dangerous and most feared person in Wonderland because being a troll comes with great power. So he's basically using his trolling skills to troll the executioner, the king, the queen of hearts, even Alice. And he's able to escape death because of his his trolling skills and the way he speaks and his kind of like magical way of, um, you know, um, kind of finessing people. Just, just the way that he speaks is very like mind-boggling and that's kind of why he's able to navigate these tricky, um, tricky topics like death, like, you know. And in a weird way, he plays grandfather um, for Alice because he's the only character that legitimately listens to her and teaches her the rules of the world. So there you have it, ladies and gents. That is Cheshire Cat for you. The real troll, the original troll um, from Alice in the Wonderland. So a takeaway for you guys, how to be a troll in real life. Um, be sarcastic as hell. Your goal is to in- uncover stupidity. Take a stance contrary to your own. Exploit the flaws in your opponent's argument. Never have an absolute answer. You are totally against absolutism. Do not stop until you get an emotional response. Explore the uncertainties in your opponent's worldview. And if you piss them off and they are shook, then you won. Now you can enlighten them and debrief about what just happened. So some of the benefits of being a troll is that you get to understand how others think. You get to be open-minded. You get to practice verbal jiu-jitsu. You get to get under people's skin, and you get to share your wisdom. You get to learn from others, and you get to have a rare philosophical debate. So there you have it, folks. That is the magic of Cheshire Cat himself, and the idea of this mestice and being able to navigate tricky situations um, and conversations and just, in general, becoming a better communicator in the adult world and being a takeaway, being able to take away some of these concepts. So hope you enjoyed this um, a little, little talk on Cheshire Cat. I know it's a, a bit of a lighthearted um, discussion, um, but please be advised. Some of the topics I will talk about on here are not going to be so lighthearted, but this is just an interesting one that I, I always wanted to talk about. So have a good day, guys.